91FM, and we are joined by the wonderful Anya Tate Manning, half Irish, half Polish, here doing her show, My Best Dead Friend. How are you going, Anya? I'm good, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for having me oh, on. Oh, thank you very much for coming in. You've got a show tonight at 7.30, and you're still making time to come in uh, and do an interview, the press rounds. Yeah, it's great. I love it. How's, uh, how's it back? Because uh, you studied in Dunedin, didn't you? Yeah, I'm from Dunedin. So yeah. I oh, from Dunedin. Yeah, nice. I grew up here. I went to Queens and Logan Park High School, and went to uni here as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's lovely. Uh, and it's a show about Dunedin as yeah. well and about growing up here. So mm. I've been looking forward to bringing it home for a really long time. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I was going to bring that up, actually. Um, but, but it is it's based in Dunedin. It's set in 1998. So it must be um, almost cathartic for the show itself to come back here and perform it where mm. it's set. Yeah, it's really lovely. So there's a whole lot of uh, things, like I've just been in Melbourne doing the show and mm. you're sort of explaining Dunedin and what it's like rather than here it's kind of like uh, it's a we shared know. kind yeah. of remembering <laughs> and everyone kind of knows. And, but also it's recalling kind of what it was like for me in 1998 or yeah. for me and my friends, you know. So it's a particular kind of memory. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, it's lovely to be in the place where everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and how, how have you found the changes to Dunedin uh, since you left oh I really love what's going on down here at the moment like every time I come down I see like a new cafe mm. I feel like there's a lot more hipsters down oh, here oh yeah, yeah, yeah. what about Which have is, you seen the uh, the new crossings on George Street the uh, yeah the four way yeah. crossings they're Ooh, wild we're going out That's, up in the world <laughs> feel like you're in a big smoke you know <laughs> yeah, exactly. in a big city oh, we're still getting used to it well so the show is my best dead friend, and I've read some reviews, and they're all all really really good. Congratulations, by the way, for winning the best fringe oh, at the NZ Fringe Festival. Thank That's you, awesome yeah. accolade to have. Um, do you want to do a quick blurb for people who might not have uh, heard about it? Sure. So uh, the the show is a story uh, set in 1998, and it's a story about me and my friends after we'd just finished high school. Mm-hmm. And one night uh, we got sort of hopped up reading Karl Marx and being discontent with the kind of uh, toxic masculinity mm. and rugby culture that we were outside of. Yeah. And, uh, and we decided to try and start a revolution on the streets of Dunedin very late one night. Uh, which unfortunately failed and we don't live in a Marxist utopia, <laughs> sadly. But um, <laughs> There's still a chance. <laughs> Rise up, chance. people. <laughs> Come on, people. Um, and so and the other half of the story is um, about, so one of the friends since then has um, passed away mm. and is around uh, her funeral and that um, and how that all kind of went down. So it's a kind of celebration uh, of her, but also of our friendship, and um, and also that thing of being young and, mm. and optimistic and yeah. not so beaten down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, because uh, I've heard it uh, being described as funny, beautiful, and devastating. So it mu- I I guess it must be very hard writing um, and performing a piece that is funny but also has like quite a sense well not a sense yeah I guess a sensitive subject matter or like a, a heartfelt subject matter to you so mm. I think it uh, must be a show of like your ingenuity to um, have like be able to portray such a well received um, show oh thank you yeah we really wanted to uh, make a comedy so mm. we didn't because uh, it's a show about grief in a lot of ways and grieving for your youth as well as grieving mm. for a dear friend so uh, it was really important to me and the director and co-creator Isabel McKinnon that it was really funny yeah. and what that gave us was a kind of um, 
you can be a bit naughty and a little bit irreverent and, mm. and then it's not so kind of holy and careful yeah and, and that way is like even a better celebration of someone's mm. life right because you're, everyone's having fun and you know yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think also when people laugh uh, it's easier like I prefer to go and see shows if they're sad that are also funny mm. I feel like when you laugh your heart kind of opens in a different yeah. way than if it's just kind of heavy and sad yeah. you know Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to laugh and then yeah. cry yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great great way to look at things <laughs> so um you came here uh last set oh the saturday not yeah. the saturday just been but a saturday oh you've done four shows already how have they been oh great yeah, yeah. so the arts festival let us do this really amazing thing uh which is very unusual for um in a festival like this is they let us do a private show for family mm. and friends so that um they had the opportunity to watch it without being inside a public audience, mm. which was really important to me. Yeah. Because when we first made the show two years ago, I always thought of bringing it home. Yeah. And how I would uh, want the my family and friends and everyone here to watch it. Um, and so we left Melbourne very early on Saturday morning, set up and did a show that night in Dunedin, which was wow, really beautiful. Wow, that is impressive. That yeah. is impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was quite <laughs> My main fear was that one of our flights would be delayed. Oh, like, yeah. Oh. But everything was on time. Everything was <laughs> everything fine. We were so lucky. Yeah. And then we did two shows yesterday, and then we just did a school show. Oh, cool. Yeah, Wonderful. which was cool. Yeah, and um, and we've got our last show tonight at 7.30. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. So if you have got uh, if you don't have anything to do tonight, head down, Regent Theatre. It's at 7.30. Obviously, you arrive beforehand. <laughs> and tickets are a very reasonable price at $25 to $30. Um, so how, when was the last time you came back to Dunedin? Oh, I've spent a little bit of time here this year, yeah. which has been really lovely. Um, more time than I have in the last few years and uh but i haven't uh, it, i haven't performed at the regent theater mm. since i was 17 doing the stage challenge Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah those were the days, <laughs> those yeah. were the days. <laughs> <laughs> like 500 people getting oh, ready man. downstairs in this like frantic chaos i always get fomo because i never took part of it so when i hear all my friends talk about stage challenge it was so great oh, yeah now i'll never be able to be part of it yeah, and I'll probably it's gone. past the age expiry date by quite <laughs> some years. Is that your own yeah. stage challenge? Like balls challenge? Yeah, <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> I love it. Um, so are there? I I because you're you're a performer and a writer, mm-hmm. and I want to know if there's many um, ideas you have for um, for a performance that never really leave the cutting room floor, despite how much you love them. You, they never quite get past that stage where you're like, oh. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any that stand out particularly? Yeah, sometimes there's a show. Oh, I did a writer's retreat through Play Market, which is the playwrights agency in Wellington uh, earlier this year. And it was a sort of 10-day retreat in the countryside. It was amazing. And I pitched this idea to them about writing a show about dreams. And um, and every day I would sit down at my computer and try and write something. And it was just terrible. Like, just every <laughs> idea was absolutely terrible. <laughs> and after about four days, I just gave up and started oh, writing no. something else. Because sometimes it's, uh, I don't know, it just doesn't come out right. Yeah. It's just awkward. Or And I'm still quite new to writing. Yeah. So most of my... Like this show is, I wrote it, but I made it with um, the director. So a lot of it was, um, often I think actors just write by talking. Yeah. 
and trying stuff out. So we kind of write on the floor yeah. rather than on a computer. But um, it is something that I'm trying to get closer to writing. And uh, and it takes practice. Like, I'm not very disciplined with it. Yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes an idea that you think is complete rubbish, actually, when you start to explore it, that's the one yeah. that at this time you can write. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to come back to an idea. Because it's kind of also... Like with this show, you've got to be interested in it in the long term. You've got yeah. to be interested in it for yeah. like two years. Yeah. And you've still got to enjoy performing it. Mm. So that it, um, because it takes a long time to get a piece of work ready sometimes. Yeah. And it takes a long time of going, oh, I'm bored of this now and I don't <laughs> want to do it anymore. <laughs> and this is dumb. It's yeah. selfish. And who wants to see this? Um, and then you kind of come back to it and you have to restore your faith yeah, in yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's incredible that this one's been running for two years, I suppose. And, mm. But it, it is funny seeing the. The, the ideas that you think are going to be really brilliant but yeah. just end up like, often they're the flat. ones that are just absolute trash yeah. yeah yeah. and sometimes the ideas that like I did a, a puppet show for a long time called Puppet Fiction which was a puppet show of Pulp Fiction the movie oh, yeah. and it started by a friend of mine going hey I've got this idea for a show and I just owed him heaps of favours because <laughs> he'd done so many favours to me in other shows and I was like yeah okay I'll do your <laughs> crappy little puppet show and we ended up doing it for five years we did it about 500 times we Jeez. did it in Edinburgh three times Oh all Lord. over Australia, all over New Zealand, and it was the show that kept going, yeah. and that was wildly popular. And you just, we were like, "This is going to be a piece of shit," and then it was amazing. <laughs> that was the right way, liberal. We can uh, say yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's sometimes the one that you think also like, oh, I don't know about this, uh, is actually the one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sort of on a similar vein, what is what has your most favourite show uh, or performance or uh, area to perform been? Oh, I think there's a lot. To be honest, I mean, for me, this season is very, very special. Mm, bringing yeah. this show here and bringing it home, uh, and performing it on the Regent—they've kind of built a stage within the stage. Ooh. So when I'm standing looking at the audience who are seated on the stage, I'm also looking out over the whole auditorium. Oh wow! Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so this is incredibly um, special this season yeah. for me. But I also did a show last year called Hudson and Halls, and we ended the year at the Fortune Theatre. Um, R.O.P. Yeah. <laughs> Which, wow, this is... <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, um, you know, that was a really great show to perform as well. It was uh, funny and, um, and and you had to be really onto it. And, yeah, it was really... Uh, and I was just an actor in that, so I didn't have any responsibility of the making of it. Mm. And that's wonderful in a way when you... Look you're relieving, a just really like, great theatre yeah. company and you get looked after and, yeah, yeah you just do your job. And, but you still have to work really hard. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, awesome, awesome. Um, I I was reading up about your um your or how you finished studying at uh, Logan Park and then studied here and then mm -hmm. got went to Toy Fakati. And I just wanted to know: is, do you have any advice for anyone who's listening at the moment who wants to get into performance or writing? Mm -hmm. And if there's any advice that you could give them on how to get into that uh, those areas? Uh sure. Yeah, I guess I would say like there's no uh, right way mm. to do it in terms of training. You yeah. can train. For years and years, I have I did a master's in script writing as well at Victoria, so I have seven years of mm. tertiary training. Uh, but I know people that are at the top of their game and younger than me, or you know that are total geniuses that have had no training yeah. at all. So it doesn't necessarily matter where you train or how mm. you train because you can train just by doing. Yeah, I think probably. Um, uh, what I wish I had done when I was younger was just to do more, just to do and not be afraid of failing. Yeah. Because actually, sometimes when you fail and you make something really terrible, you actually learn the most, uh, yeah. more than you learn when you're successful, because then you're just like, ah, oh, brilliant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um, to, but just to do uh, and more and more. And if you can't get work or you can't do any work, just do something or volunteer yeah. and help another show and just get in there, be get around. Because yeah. part of the game is just if you stick around long enough, you'll be in the you'll be in the business. You'll be in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just and try different things and discipline of writing yeah. or um, fitness or whatever it is that you need to get up and and make work. Um, or a lot of the time it's just being like uh, there's like three things that is in the speech by Neil Gaiman it's like you've got to be a pleasure to work with good with deadlines and talented but you only need two out of three <laughs> so you, you can be an absolute <laughs> asshole. but if you're really good with deadlines and you're talented you got it <laughs> totally fine or if you're terrible with deadlines but you're super charming and awesome and you're you know it's so yeah, you don't need all three. Oh, that's real. That's that's actually really good. <laughs> I feel like that would be good for, for anything. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not at university. Like, do stick to those deadlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadlines are very important. <laughs> They're very important. <laughs> and also, there's nothing like an opening night. That's the ultimate oh, deadline yeah. for a show. Yeah. So we work with those kind of deadlines all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much um, for coming on. Is there anything? Uh, what's up next after after this uh, closing show? What's up next? Uh, so we're going. We're taking the show to Wellington, and then uh, we're doing a season at Bats Theatre. A return season and then we're doing Nelson Arts Festival and then uh, I'm making a short film through Short Ooh. Film Otago oh cool yeah which uh, have greenlit a script of mine which is set in St. Bathans and is about a lake monster oh I love it I yeah. love the sound of that <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful well thank you so much for coming on uh, and talking to us um, and good luck with the show tonight oh, it's going to be very you. cathartic for you I think um, is there I'll give you 30 seconds open mic any shout outs anything to convince people to come tonight anything you like Oh, uh, I think it's a great time. I, I can almost guarantee that you will not hate it. <laughs> uh, there's a section about the Backstreet Boys, if anyone loves the Backstreet Ooh, yes. Boys. Um, uh, and it's, uh, it's an accessible show. There's no, it's not sort of, um, it's storytelling. So it's kind of simple and all the complexity is hidden. I think, in a way. Uh, also, I was just thinking about, I remembered one time when I was at university. <laughs> ah, yes. and, um, <laughs> and a friend of mine used to um, work at Radio 1. And one time when we got real drunk at the Loader Goblin, <laughs> um, we snuck in here in the middle of the night when there was no DJ. <laughs> and just at like two in the morning, it started whispering sort of like <laughs> Marxist messages over the microphone. Like, you have nothing to lose except your chains. <laughs> That's brilliant. I just remember That's that. That's brilliant. Um, the Loaded Goblin, for those who don't know, is previously known as Refuel, but now oh, is yes. U-Bar. It's gone through many, many changes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the Loaded Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> that might be my favourite. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You mentioned um, I, I, something made me think. Westlife's getting back together. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. so, you know, good news all around. Oh, good news. Well, thank you very much, Anya. <laughs> so check out my best dead friend at Regent Theatre tonight, 7.30. Get your tickets. It's your last chance to see it. Otherwise, you're going to have to fly up to Wellington. Thank you so much for Thank coming. Thank you.